Paso, paso. Paso, paso. Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Paso Apostle Podcast, where we highlight the many people in our town and state who are working to support families and young children. And we have two wonderful guests today. Um, and as always, I'd love for them to introduce themselves, but perhaps we'll start with uh, you, April. Thanks for being here today. Hi, Miles. Thanks for having us here today. Um, yes, I'm April Winters. I am a family support specialist for Tiwa Babies. Um, we are a home visiting program based out of Taos Pueblo, and we are serving all of Taos County. Wonderful. Thank you so much. And Catherine, thank you as well. Good morning. Good morning. I'm Catherine Chavez. I am the program coordinator for Tiwa Babies, and I'm glad to be here today. Yeah, thank you both for your time um, in uh, in spending some time uh, being interviewed for both a podcast, for those who subscribe out there, but also for the radio and all of you listening. Um we spoke a little bit before we uh, hit the record button today, and um, it sounds as though what we're going to focus on is simply acknowledging uh, everything that families are going through right now, as well as what you all have uh, available support-wise, and, and that you're still, still there doing your thing, if you will. So, April, where should we start with all of that? Well, I think just acknowledging the fact that, um, you know, while... We are two years into this pandemic and um, families are very much still feeling the challenges um, that come along with that. And, um, you know, through our program, we're able to provide some support um, to the families that we work with, be it through providing them resources or also just supporting them in their parenting journey during these very challenging times. And so I, I, I did want to acknowledge the fact that we are still very much in, in some really difficult positions um, in our community. And so, um, you know, how to best support parents um, so that our children can thrive and, um, you know, still be the best that they can be through, um, through these very difficult times. Absolutely. And, it, you know, as um, we have, um, for those who've been listening to this uh, series for a while, you're likely familiar with T.Y. Babies. Even if you haven't heard this series, you're probably familiar with T.Y. Babies. Um, can you, uh, could, could, would either of you be willing to just take a moment and share um, kind of the baseline um, services that you provide and, and the, the information that we've shared previously on these, um, but maybe for those who might be hearing it for the first time? Yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead, April. Um, so we are a program, we're a universal home visiting infant mental health program that provides services to families, uh, prenatal families and families with children four to five years old, anyone living in Taos County. You know, our, our job is to ensure that, you know, families and babies are healthy and that children are better prepared for school, um, children are safer. You know, families are, um, and families are supported. You know, what April said earlier about connecting families to resources. Um, so that's basically what we do. I mean, we do a lot more, but yeah. that's the, that's basically what we do. Thank you. And, and when it comes to, um, the impact of COVID in your work, I imagine that that may have, um, opened up more opportunities for video or phone call support or, or how have things changed for you all during that time a bit? 
Yeah, you know, it's had its challenges um, with limited contact, uh, not being able to see families in person as we did um, as often pre-COVID. Um, we we have had the option of doing um, Zoom or phone calls, depending on what the family is comfortable with. And so I guess the silver lining in that is that it's made it easier um, and more convenient for families to stay connected rather than having to, you know, um, make arrangements for an in-person meeting. So it, it's worked in a lot of ways in that, you know, we've been able to have families stay engaged um, just even through the phone, phone services. Yeah. And, you know, we mentioned at the beginning of this uh, interview, but, um, you know, obviously without um, sharing any personal information, what are some of the things you're hearing from, from parents and families right now? And the reason I ask is, um, because this is a time of isolation and I'm sure that there are a lot of people listening who are, you know, fighting their own battles through all of this. And um, although the stories may be similar of what we're all experiencing, uh, as you know, sometimes just hearing that someone else is experiencing something similar might bring folks comfort, you know? Yeah. Go ahead. No, go after you. Um, I think, you know, right now, society in general is really trying to move itself out of this feeling of like we're stuck in this this pandemic. And, you know, everything is trying, you know, businesses are trying to reopen. We're trying to resume some sense of normalcy. Um, and, of course, with this new variant that's out, you know, it's it's passed on a lot easier. It's It's very contagious. And so what's happening is we're trying to move forward, but it, we're also still stuck in... Um, the COVID restrictions that exist of having to isolate and quarantine. And, um, and so that's causing constant closures of childcare centers and schools. And, you know, parents are having to go back to work because the bills aren't going away. But when the schools or childcare close, the parents are having to miss work. And some families don't have that option of having, you know, backup um, childcare available, you know? Um, and so it's, it's really putting these families in a predicament of um, kind of being stuck in a, in a position of having to miss work to care for the children. Um, but there's no grace period for bills. Um, you know, families are facing evictions because the rent is late. Um, utilities are being, you know, shut off. And there's also the food shortages that are happening um, because of the cost of living has increased so much. And so uh, we're really seeing a lot of the families experiencing these stressors. And, you know, at the start of COVID, we had a buffer in a sense of getting the stimulus checks that kind of, you know, help families through that um, challenging time. But now, you know, we don't have, we can't anticipate any future stimulus checks. And, you know, um, a lot of the buffers that were in place even a year ago really are almost non-existent today. So it's really putting families in a hard position of having to choose, you know, sometimes to not work at all because they have to stay home and, and care for the children. Thank you. Yeah. Catherine, did you have something you want to share as well? Yeah, no, everything April said, I agree with too. And even noticing families that are, we're still in this COVID time with the, with the support of their home visitor, you know, Self-care, we're promoting really more self-care with families. Um, you know, families are, with their child well visits, 
you know, there's some barriers there. Um, you know, even with postpartum appointments, there's some barriers there. So we really try to support families around that, you know, helping them to navigate through that, making their visits um, with their uh, child well visits and postpartums, and really more self-care for the family at this time. Yeah. And that's wonderful. You know, it sounds like this is kind of a reminder that you all are there for families, even those who may not already be enrolled in the program. Um, at the beginning of the conversation you mentioned, I believe, is it uh, families with children zero to five that are eligible? Yeah, it's prenatal families and families with uh, children zero to five or kindergarten entry. Okay. Yeah. So anybody out there listening right now, um, this is a free service. Uh, I don't believe it doesn't have anything to do with insurance or anything, right? No, it is. It's, 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 there's no cost to the family. Yeah. So, so for those of you listening who, um, feel as though you'd like to, you know, um, be supported, um, by these wonderful ladies, um, what's the best way that that folks can reach out to you if they're new to the program, uh, and wanted to learn more about how to um, become enrolled? Uh, you can, you can, um, visit our website at tiwababies.com or you can call 575 775- Seven seven six seven zero three nine. Wonderful, um, and uh, also, so you know, you, uh, you all both mentioned, you know, some of the things that so many people are experiencing right now, um, and it also sounds like um, April. You mentioned that there's some uh, ways in which you're that you're all supporting families as far as connecting them with resources um, that obviously are so important to our ability to raise our families, um, but might not always be the first things that we think about when we think about um, support for parents. You know, a lot of times on this podcast, we're talking about specifically, you know, techniques for raising children or um, things like that. But as you mentioned, and Catherine mentioned, it's moving into well-being. It's moving into um, really... Uh, I was going to say emergency preparedness, but really just the emergency that we're in now, um, access to food and things. So um, would either of you like to share some of uh, just the types of things that you are available to help families with, uh, just because I know that that's something that um, we wanted to cover today? Yeah, you know, we have resources um, for families with infants and toddlers, you know, um, connecting them to um, a diaper bank that we, we've been able to um, to have during this time. So just the basic needs of the child. Um, you know, there's um, organizations in the community that can provide cribs and high chairs and like all of the basic necessities that the family might need um, to otherwise pay out of pocket. We can kind of buffer that expense by providing them with or connecting them to these resources. Um, you know, the food banks, we, we have an ongoing list of um, community resources throughout Taos County that we try to stay in the loop um, and be aware of what's out there and, um, you know, providing the families if it's basic needs around food um, or rental assistance or, you know, if they're needing help with utilities. Um, there, there have been a, a lot of services being offered through the pandemic where they, they can provide like some assistance with the internet bill or phone bills. Um, and so a lot of the stuff is popping up, but it's kind of like under the radar. So, you know, we're pretty good about sharing information and other organizations that we partner with are pretty good about passing along those resources to us. So then we can then, um, share them with the community, with our families. And, you know, I also wanted to um, 
to share that our program is also available to provide support for grandparents who are raising uh, maybe their grandchildren or if we have family members who are raising um, children in this zero to five age range, our services are there for them as well. So it's not just the parents um, the parent support that we provide, but it's it's to anyone who's in the, the position of being a caregiver for a child between the ages of zero to five. Wonderful. And I just visited the twobabies.com website, and I don't remember if this is new or not, but it's really beautiful and, and really easy to navigate. Um, so again, for those of you listening who may have an interest, twobabies.com um, is a really wonderful way to to get to know the program in addition to hearing from Catherine um, and us all today. Um, well, again, thank you so much both for your time um, and sharing all of that extremely supportive um giving and caring information that still exists for our community in a variety of ways, including through Two Odd Babies. Are there any other things you think that we didn't cover today that would be important um, to get out there for those listening? Yeah, I really want to um, put out there that this is a family program that we really include our dads, our, our fathers. They're really a vital um, factor to the families. They're, they're a protective factor, actually, to families. So, you know, really extending the invite for dads, you're just as important as moms and aunties and grandmas that are raising kids. So um, I just wanted to put that out there. Yeah, thank you. I'm sure the dads appreciate it. Go dads. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, Catherine. Any other thoughts, uh, April? Uh, no, I, I appreciate you giving us the time to share a little bit today, and um, thank you for all the work that you do as well for our community. Well, well, thank you. I appreciate that. And once again, tybabies.com uh, with uh, many, many uh, ways in which they can support your family, uh, regardless of who you are that's listening right now, um, especially if you have young children. That's uh, the the main thing. But um, reach out, tybabies.com. Um, if you have any questions, you can always uh, follow up as well at pasotaos.org. We have a link to their website as well, um, which I will make sure is all good and double-check that. But thank you both so much for all of your work. It's wonderful to hear your voices again, and uh, keep it up, and, and thanks again for your time today. Thank you, Miles. Thanks, have a great day. Paso, paso, come. Paso a paso. <laughs> Podcast. <laughs>